Let us worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness this morning by turning in our Bibles to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. One of the harshest and hardest passages of the New Testament as it describes God sending strong delusion on men that they would believe a lie, that they all might be damned, who receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. But there's an inspired disjunctive in the 13th verse that makes a great chasm between the 12th verse and the 13th, and we're on the other side of it if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. And we want to stress and emphasize that in our church and each of our souls on a regular basis. But I read to you the 13th verse to start with. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. The difference between those who follow the man of sin described in the first 12 verses of this chapter and those who did not is by God. God made that difference. And that difference was a purpose that he had before the world began. In this verse, it is described as a choice he made from the beginning. And his choice out of his love for us as his elect was for us to be sanctified through the Spirit and that we would believe the truth. You can't believe the truth unless you've been sanctified by the Spirit. To be sanctified is to be made holy. It is the act of regeneration that gives us a new man created in righteousness and true holiness, which is here described. That has to come first. God must change us first or we would never believe the truth. But once He changes us, then the truth can come to us and we can believe it because He's given us the will and the ability to do so because He's worked that in us and it's our job to work out with fear and trembling, what He's worked in us. According to Philippians 2, verses 12 and 13, and belief of the truth saves us from the lying system of religion of the church of Rome and the man of sin that heads that church, which is a subject for another time that's been dealt with before. But looking at verse 13, where the apostle expresses his obligation to give thanks And you should feel obligated this morning to give thanks. We are bound, that's your obligation, to give thanks always. That's how often you should do it. To God, He is the one that deserves your thanksgiving. Not a preacher, but to God that opened your eyes, ears, and heart to see, hear, and understand the truth. Brethren beloved of the Lord... Because God, He's the one that gets the thanksgiving because it is God that chose us to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Whereunto, this belief of the truth. Now you're not going to even believe the truth unless you've heard the truth. As Romans 10 is going to teach us, how shall they believe on Him in whom they have not heard? Whereunto, He called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the belief of the truth had to have a further helper involved, and that was the apostles 
including Paul in this place, preaching the gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. There is a glorious deliverance and salvation in this world now to believe the truth and not to be led astray any longer by the lies of men. And then this conclusion comes up. Therefore, if God has so loved us and so chosen us and sanctified us by His Spirit and sent the truth to us for us to believe it, therefore, brethren, stand fast. Now we use the word fast to mean quickly in movement. But if you're standing, you're not moving at all. And so the word fast takes on the sense of fastened. Therefore, brethren, stand fastened and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Since God loved us, chose us, and sent the truth to us, and since He opened our hearts to believe it and to hold it dear, therefore it is our duty also not only to be thankful to God for it, but to hold it fast and never to be moved away from it like the rest of this religious world is being moved away from the things that God sent through His apostles to the churches of Jesus Christ. This is our duty. And this is all tied together here in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. This will be our theme for today. That is the role of faith in our lives. The role of faith in salvation. It's not nearly the role that the world tries to give it. We're going to stick with the scriptures and go back and make a review of things we've learned before, but hopefully will be helpful to us, especially as we continue the expository preaching through Romans 10, where we need this review to reestablish a foundation for our feet as we progress through those verses. We are bound to give thanks. Let's be a thankful people today. We're also bound to hold fast the things he's taught us. Let's be a committed people to hold fast and never depart and move away from the truth of the gospel. Let us pray. Holy Father in heaven, hallowed be thy great and glorious name. We worship thee, O Lord, in the beauty of holiness. We reject the holiness of beauty. There is no structure on earth, no painting, no stained glass, no ornate statutes, no clothing or vestments that are holy. Heavenly Father, your holiness becomes your house. It's your holiness, your hatred of sin. Thou art of purer eyes than to behold iniquity. We bless and we praise your holy name. Heavenly Father, we thank thee that thou hast sanctified us through the operation and power of the Holy Ghost so that we in our new man are holy and righteous altogether. We thank Thee that before Thee we are without blame and holy in love because of Your choice of us in Christ Jesus before the world began. But we also thank Thee that in the course of time You sent those with beautiful feet to preach the gospel of peace to us. And we're thankful to have heard the joyful sound and to have rejoiced in the truth of Your gospel. We thank you for opening our eyes and our ears and our hearts, our hearts being the most desperately wicked and deceitful thing we shall ever meet with in life, to believe the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh Lord, bless us this day to be thankful for that truth and to sing of it, to pray and give thanks to thee for it, to open the word of God and to be reminded 
of how much it is the work of God that we would ever believe the truth. Heavenly Father, we thank You that You have saved us from all the devices and inventions of men who think that by scheming and planning, they can so arrange circumstances for an assembly that they can elicit faith from sinners. We know that You must open the hearts of the Lydias of this world, and You've opened our hearts, and that if You do not draw men, they shall never come to the Lord Jesus Christ. But we thank Thee for drawing us, and we pray that You will yet draw us, and that You will draw those within our reach that we can serve by preaching the gospel to them. Father in heaven, we thank Thee for every good thing that we have, and we shall soon, from the Psalms, thank Thee for Your providential goodness in crowning the years of our lives with riches. And we thank Thee for it. Heavenly Father, we pray for Your saints and servants and churches in every place that call upon You in sincerity and in truth that You will be with them this day. We pray for our government and our rulers that You will overrule their ignorance and that You will lead and guide them and protect them from their enemies and that You will use them for the furtherance of peace and protection for Your people in this nation. We pray that You would forgive us our sins, our sinfulness, and our coldness toward the worship of Thee, and that You would revive us again in this hour. Heavenly Father, we do adore Thee and bless Thee. Thou only art God in heaven. All the gods of the heathen are but the imagination of their foolish and profane hearts. But our God is in the heavens, and He hath done whatsoever He hath pleased. We worship Thee. We thank Thee for life and breath this very day. And we shall in turn use it to praise Your holy name. For it's in the name of Your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen.